Welcome to the Franchise Success Formulas podcast, the place where you find the tactical and practical business and leadership knowledge you need to help you build a successful and scalable franchise enterprise. I'm Aisha Bascaro, the founder and CEO of the American Franchise Academy and a 30-year veteran in the franchise industry with experience in Fortune 500 global brands like Domino's Pizza, Popeye's Louisiana Kitchen, and Darden Restaurants. Franchise executive turned teacher and entrepreneur. Let's get started. The process of choosing the right franchise for you is a very challenging one. Some franchisees, it might be a process that takes them months. Others, it's a process that takes them years. And even if it takes them years, and they've done everything that they thought they could to learn about the different options, they still may not get all of the information that they need to make the right decision for them. So it is quite normal that once you have chosen your franchise, from that moment on, after you sign that franchise agreement, it is very normal that you start wondering, you know, is this the right franchise for me? And especially so after you open that first unit and you really truly get to experience the franchise life, or should I say the franchisee life, those questions come running quite very quick. And the moment that you see your franchise consultant that was there with you throughout your opening process, supporting you, the moment that they turn around and say, okay, you are ready, you're running, you're open, you're good to go. Well, I'm leaving and call me if you need anything. And they probably have not stepped outside of your building before you go into maybe a tiny panic mode. So it is quite normal. And you know the, re the, the reality is that it is important that you answer that question for yourself as quickly as possible. How can you tell if you have the right franchise for you and what to do if you don't? This is the topic for today's show. And pay attention because if you're thinking about this, if this is a question in your mind, you may want to stick around and hear what I have to share here. So first of all, it is important that we clear that every franchise is different. Not bad, not good, just different. Now, there are a few exceptions. There are some franchises that may not be as good, but large majority are just different. And in ways that as a franchisee, you really need to be clear and aware for you to then be able to determine whether you have the right one for you. You know, every level, every franchise level of effort and support that is needed to operate is different. The unit economics of every franchise in, in business model is different. Even within the same industry, you know, there are brands that have a different unit economics and different level of effort. And so you need to be clear on this. And because of this, and these are things that you may have not known or understood completely when you made your decision, you know, it is normal to question yourself, especially after you have made the choice of the brand or especially after you have opened it. So that's what we're going to focus on today. How can you determine if it's the right franchise for you and the reasons that you would think that it may not be and what you can do about it? So first of all, 
there are several reasons why you think it's not the right franchise for you. First, you think that it has less volume or revenue or sales than you thought. Another reason would be that it has less profits than you thought. Another one is because you it, it appears to be a lot more work than you thought it was going to be. Or maybe you realize that it's a lot more challenging than you thought it was going to be. And the last one is you wanted to grow like you wanted or you thought you would be able to, and now you realize you are not able to. So let's go ahead and tackle each one of these and see if you can think through them. And what, and as I'm sharing this, these thoughts, think about that on, in regards to your franchise. So first, less volume than you thought it would be. Well, in most franchises, more volume requires more investment. Now, it's true that there's a few exceptions. Like, for example, if you had a Starbucks, which is not a franchise, but let's say you had a Starbucks and you saw, especially the first few years, not so much anymore, but the first few years, big lineups, you know, lots of volume, you know, compared to the investment that it might be required. But for most, for most franchise uh, brands, the level of investment required to open the unit is pretty much directly related to the volume, especially for those mature, um, mature and, and um, brand high brand awareness brands. And so, you know, here's where, you know, you had to understand that if you wanted to have a business that had a much higher volume that you realize you have, then maybe the investment that it was required in that particular brand was not what you thought. Because if you look at, for example, a brand like a Subway, the investment required for, for it is much lower than it is, is required to have a brand like a Dairy Queen. And the volume directly is reflected on that. And so it is very important that you understand, okay, this is how much investment is. This is how much I should expect. And a great place for you to look at, which I'm sure in your research you did, is the FTD. In there, it will tell you on average, what is the average revenue for the brand that you acquired? And so that is something that is very important. And there's very few exceptions in that. And if there are, because of maybe popularity at the beginning of the explosion of that brand, it is something that that relation is something that is not going to last normally. So that's the first one. So if you would like to have a business that has more volume, that means that you need to find a brand that probably has a bigger investment. And you will be able to determine that in the FDDs, franchise disclosure documents for each of the brands that are out there for franchising. So that's point number one. Point number two is less profit than you thought. Maybe you thought that you were going to make an X investment and that you should have had a two, three, four, maybe even a 10X return. But in the franchise world, retail world, a brick and mortar business, business to consumer, there is a financial reality uh, or what we call the unit economics of a franchise. And those unit economics which is the financials of a business, what type of profitability you could sort of expect if running absolutely perfect um, is, is pretty much set. And while you may not be able to fully see all the details in the franchise disclosure document, you do have access to, to talking or chatting with fellow, you know, other franchisees in the brand, even before you make the decision to inquire about what are the unit economics for that business. For you to be able to determine that, you needed to understand 
profit and loss statements, financials, break-evens, and so forth, so on, so that you were clear that when you're making X investment, you're going to make X, you know, or Y profit. And maybe you didn't do that, uh, that due diligence. Maybe you didn't know how to do that due diligence, but that is the reality. And so if this is one of your concerns, you can still do the research, find out from your fellow franchisees, especially the great operators, what is the level of profitability that they are able to acquire based on the revenue. And then that will give you an idea of where you are compared to that. And if you are off, meaning you, if you are under that, then there's something else other than the franchise that's missing for you to be able to achieve the profitability that that brand, that that um, business model, the unit economics of that franchise can provide. And then the, uh, the question or the answer to that question will be something different than the than that it is the, that it could be the the wrong franchise okay so then the third point is that the franchise is much more work than you thought and here is the challenge sometimes people think when they acquire a franchise that because the franchisor will provide all the details of the hows and the whys on how to reproduce that brand with a high level of excellence. They will provide training and support and training materials and resources so that you and your team can duplicate the brand. The reality is that I don't really know many franchises that are the set it and forget it type of franchises. And you know what they say, when the cat's out, the mice play. And so if you're going to be owning a business, you're going to make a significant investment in a franchise I will have to tell you that 99% of them will require you to be there, be present, and actually lead and oversee the operations. Now, how much work is going to be will depend on um, your systems. Do you have the systems in place, not just to duplicate the brand? The franchisor provides that. But then you need to have the systems to manage the business. The franchisor does not provide that. So if you're someone that has very good business management systems that are documented and trained and delegated to your leaders, then maybe there is less work. But if you're the one that is there day in and day out, and you're the, the one that has to communicate how to manage the business, then it is going to be a lot more work. And so the answer is, it's not that the franchise is too complicated, but that maybe you haven't set the systems in place so that other people, other leaders can actually manage them for you and therefore lessen the amount of your involvement, but it's not going to be zero. If you want to have a profitable business, you must be involved. Otherwise, you are not going to achieve the revenue and even less profit than you actually desire at the invest out of the investment that you made. So just need to be aware of that. Now, Point number four is it is more problems that you thought. And I had to tell you that in the past two or three years, OMG, yes. Between COVID, inflation, staffing, and challenges, I mean, you have gone through politics, you have gone through so much in the last two to three years and things that we haven't gone to this level this much, so concentrated, uh, of a time in the past. So I'm sorry to say, yes, you have experienced something that is really not, not normal. And let's hope that it is going to start to become less normal in the future. And so, but this is the reality of entrepreneurship, you know, having the, the financial freedom of owning your own business and being able to dictate 
uh, what you do in your business has a cost. And the last two or three days, that two or three years, this cost has been much higher than it normally had been in the past. So, so you're right. It has been quite a challenge. There's been a lot of opportunities and problems. However, I will have to tell you that having gone through all of that and coming out on the other side, meaning that you're still a franchisee today and your business is still operating, you have learned so much in this last two to three years, much more than a normal franchisee would have maybe over 10 years of experience. And what that does is that it sets you up for a great future if you apply all of this knowledge and continue to learn you know, in the future. And that's going to help you accelerate your growth if that's what you want. Because now you know so much if you have overcome this last few years of challenges. So the bad news is that, yes, at this point, it has been very challenging. The good news is coming forward. I think it's going to be a little bit better. Okay. And that brings us to the last point, which is you cannot grow the way you wanted to or thought you could. Now, the answer for this is a little different because growth, if it has to do with the number of units that you wanted to do, because a lot of franchisees, there are two types of franchisees. The franchisees that get into franchising because they want one franchise, they want to have a job, replace the job they had, and be able to you know, um, be in command of their time. Now, if you actually got into franchising so that you build an enterprise, meaning a multi-unit enterprise, then if you didn't do certain things the moment that you start getting into franchising, then this is going to be a challenge. And what I'm talking about is if your goal always had been to grow into a multi-unit enterprise, then that means that from the get-go, you needed to negotiate an area agreement, meaning have some, some way, some agreement in which you locked in an area in which you could develop the number of units that you want. If you didn't do that and you only acquired the rights for one unit, and then by the time you went to want to open a second or a third, you realize that there is no more space in the market with that brand, then now you have a problem. And it's really not something that you can do more much about other than maybe negotiate and acquire franchise units in your area, which is a much longer uh, much longer uh, a plan of, a of attack, but still possible. I mean, I know I have several clients that have uh, acquired and continue to acquire, and that is one of the uh, uh, biggest um, focuses for them when it comes to multi-unit growth. But it is a lot easier when you start as a franchisee to negotiate from the beginning uh, those area agreements so that you can already block or um, uh, retain those areas so that you can grow as soon as you're ready or the agreement says so. And so that's a whole different you know, conversation. Now, if if the challenges that you are, now that you have the revenue, but you you are finding yourself challenged uh, on being able to grow more revenue, meaning more sales, then I will have to tell you that there are only very few ways for you to be able to do that. And a lot of them has to do with work, right? Because the brand will give you X amount of sales. Once you open your brand, their brand recognition brings you revenue automatically. That's what I tell my clients. Your brand brings you revenue, and then you have to make the profit with your business management systems. 
beyond that revenue, that initial revenue, then for you to not only retain that revenue, but increase it, you need to execute the brand with a high level of excellence. And then you must do local store marketing. So if you want to have sales beyond the sales you had from the moment that you open and the naturally organic increase, you have to then uh, do local store marketing and be really good at that. And if you do that, then you are able to increase your revenue. Most franchisees wonder if they, uh, if they got the right franchise for them, right? Some of them thought that they had less volume than they thought. Some of them, you know, some of you uh, may have thought that you have less profit than you thought. Some of you think that it's more work than you thought. Some of you have more problems than you thought. And some of you didn't can grow the way you thought you could. And so I hope that I have given you a couple of things to think about with your business. Now, I have to tell you that almost, not all, but almost any franchise can be the right franchise for you. If you understand that every franchise is different and that the investment and the unit economics is what's going to dictate what you can or cannot do with that business. Now, you could actually go beyond that, but again, it will take a lot more effort, a lot more professionalism, and a lot more knowledge for you to get beyond what the normal franchisee can accomplish. And so this your franchise may not be the right franchise for you, or maybe it is. So as you go through these points, I hope that you can then determine, is your franchise the right franchise? And you may have to do some research and uh, analysis and conversations for you to, to make that decision. My high recommendation is that if you, at the end of those conversations and all that research, you realize that it's not the franchise for you, make a change. Because this is something that you're going to be doing for a long time in your life. And one of the things that I always say is that if you're going to get into franchising, you really have to love it. And that includes loving the brand that you're in. So if it's not the right one, make a change. But if you find out that it is, it is the right one, and maybe the issues that you're finding with it has to do with your um, knowledge, your skills, your tools, then focus on it and do something about it. And there are lots of people and lots of things out there that can help you. So one of the things that you can do is reach out to us. That is what here we are doing at the American Franchise Academy. For those franchisees that have the right franchise for them, that probably have opportunities because they're not maximizing the potential that it has. But you, what you need is that business acumen, those business management tools that will allow you to run it with a little bit easier, a little bit better, and definitely a lot more profitable, that is where we can come in and help you out. So if this is something that interests you, we invite you to come over and visit our website at theamericanfranchiseacademy.com and learn about what we do. And then hopefully, if there's something that we can do to help and support you in your dream of business ownership and becoming a multi-unit enterprise, you know, that we can help you in that journey. Thank you for being with me in this uh, this week's show. I hope to see you next week, same time, same place, where we can give you tools, information, and knowledge so that you can be successful in your business. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Franchise Success Formulas podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast so that you never miss a show. And leave a review so that other people like you can find us and receive the value that you just did. Here at the American Franchise Academy, we have an important mission of protecting the American dream of business ownership through franchising. 
And with your help, we can do a lot more of that. Thank you for being part of our community and see you next time.